our month of what? Covenant favor. Amen. Say with me, my month of covenant favor. My month of covenant favor. Say it loud and clear. My month of covenant favor. My month of covenant favor. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are going to be looking at the favor of God. And the reason why we are going to be looking at the favor of God is we look at understanding divine destiny. Understanding divine destiny. And the last two weeks we look at the glory of endurance. How endurance is what wins the race. But we need to go further by looking at the place of favor when it comes to the fulfillment of your destiny. The place of favor when it comes to the fulfillment of your destiny. Hallelujah. Amen. And another reason why it is appropriate for us to treat this topic is the Lord gave us a word in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 and I'm going to read that before we go into the word Ecclesiastes 9 11. Now this is from King James but if you look at our page when we, we, we posted that message when we shared that message it's a new living translation. But in King James it says I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the sweet nor the battle to the strong nor yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. So you see the word chance, you see the word time. He said it happens to these people all. Now, so the rest is not to the person who is wise, who is strong, who is educated, but time and chance will determine the success of the person who is strong, who is wise, who is swift. That is the fastest runner. So if you look at it in New Living Translation, it says the faster runner, the stronger warrior, the wise, the skillful, and the educated, they don't always live a successful life. New Living Translation put it this way. The faster runner does not always win the race. The stronger warrior does not always win the battle. The wise go hungry, sometimes go hungry. The skillful are not wealthy. And those educated don't always lead a successful life. It's all decided by chance, being in the right place at the right time. Hallelujah. That is what is called favor. That is what is called what? Favor. Being at the right place at the right time. Being positioned by God. So can just use the word time. Can just use the word chance. Time and chance. Time and chance. Now, if the money forces are going to work against a man, they will work against you in the area of time. In the area of what? Time. Because when we talk about the world, when we talk about the systems of the world, we are talking about time. How many of you remember one time ago, I made, a, I made mention, there's difference between the earth and the world. Mm -hmm. the, earth has, the earth has been here billions of years. But the world, world or the world is a dispensation, is a time allotted for certain things to happen. 
Now, the world that Jesus lived in is quite different from the one we are living in. Because in the days of Jesus, there was nothing like what? SUVs, there was nothing like cars, no aeroplanes. They used donkeys, they used you know, uh, horses. In our time, in this dispensation, in this world, we have cars, we have aeroplanes, we have all of those things. So the word, the word world simply means time. A dispensation. So, if the enemy is going to work against you, he will work against you in the area of time and in the area of chance. Time and chance. The enemy will work against you in those areas. If if he can stop time to be favorable to you, if he can manipulate time to be favorable to you, and he if he can manipulate you not to be at the right place at the right time if he can block your chances then he has defeated you he has defeated you that is why in christianity time investment is the wisest thing to do in christianity time investment is what is the wisest thing to do because as you are spending time with god god is arranging time in your favor hallelujah Put that statement that as you are spending time with God, God is arranging time in your favor. So that is what those who like those who don't want to spend time with God, they hardly have time. Even if you give them 48 hours in a day, they will still not have time to do certain things. Even if you give them 60 hours a day, there will be certain things in their life that they will not get it done. Because time is not working for them. Time is against them. And that's the way the enemy oppresses. The enemy oppresses by time. He, he, if, if he's going to work against you, he will work in the area of time. He will work in the area of time. Now, let me explain this further. One of the things he will do is he will make you to do the wrong thing. That is investing in the wrong things. That is spending your time on things that are not going to bring results. Things that will not profit your life. Things that will not yield any interest in your life. And that is the reason why, for example, for, for example, in the area of uh, 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 finances, you know, most people have invested their time by learning the word of God as far as finances are concerned. And others were busy wishing, busy praying, you know, ignoring the fact of time. And today they are suffering financial hardship. So time is one factor the enemy works against a believer. The second one is chance. The second one is chance. Chance simply means to be preferred. To be preferred. Amen. Chance. To be given the opportunity. To be preferred to be given the opportunity. You might be qualified to do certain things. But the chance, if the enemy is working against you, that chance will be given to somebody less qualified to do it. And we've seen this in our workplaces. Workplaces, you see it, you know you are qualified for this position. You know you deserve this position. You know you are the one to do this. But they are given to the the they end up giving you somebody who is less qualified, less experienced. Because chances are what? Are not in your favor. 
chances are working against you. Now, you don't have to know anybody for chance to work for you. You don't have to be connected to anyone for a chance to work for you. You don't. You just have to understand the mystery of favor. You just have to understand the covenant of favor. Now, what was Joseph's connection to Pharaoh? What was Joseph's connection to Pharaoh? Joseph was not connected to Pharaoh at all. Apart from the fact that he gave an interpretation of the, the butler's dream. You see, that was all. Even though Joseph has a skill, you see that Joseph was still in prison until chance and time happened for him. Hallelujah. Until chance and what? Time happened for him. There was a divine alignment. Time happened for Joseph. Chance happened for him. Now, there was nobody to interpret Pharaoh's dream. That was what? Time. Now, the chance was that Joseph did not only give the interpretation of the dream, he also offered the solution. Time and chance. Time and chance. And the butler said, now I remember my sins. Oh, Pharaoh, forgive me. He said, when you are, he said, when you were angry with your servant and put your servant in the prison, both the baker and I, we both had dreams. And there was one Hebrew guy who gave us the interpretation of our dreams. And it came to pass as he said it. And then Joseph was called. Joseph was called. But you see, not until chance happened, not until time happened for Joseph, Joseph remained in the prison with his gift as the best world interpreter of dreams. As a man who could diagnose dreams of his days. There was no dream that could escape Joseph's interpretation. Yet, because time and chance did not happen to him, this man remained in prison. I submit to you, there are so many people in the kingdom that are in prison because time and chance have not yet happened to them. They are well gifted, well educated, they are strong, they are fast, they are very skillful. Yet, time and chance has not happened to them. But it is my prayer that this month of August and the remaining months of this year, time and chance will happen for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Time and chance will happen for us in Jesus' name. Amen. As a ministry, time and chance will happen for us. Hallelujah. Now, let me go further to time. Let me go further to time. Now, we understand by scientific discoveries, we understand by, by the discovery of you know, the earth, that the earth is in constant rotation. In constant what? Rotation. And then in that constant rotation, God embedded time into it. So when, this, when, the, when the earth moved from one, one of its axes to the other one, we call it 24 hours. We call it what? 24 hours. Now, that rotation of the earth, where we call it hours and time, the rotation of the earth, the powers of darkness is capable of making sure that the earth does not rotate in your favor. If you go to the book of Jeremiah, there was a statement made against a man called Konya. He said, earth, earth, hear ye the word of the Lord. He said, let this man remain childless. 
Let him never give birth. That is the Edwards program not to allow this man to have a child. And it was programmed by time that throughout the life of that man, he will have a, a child. So time was put to work against him. Hallelujah. I don't know if you are getting this. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Time and chance. Time and chance. That is what is called favor. Now, so keep time and chance in your mind. And then let's go to Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15. And I want you to look at this interesting story. Genesis chapter 15. Verse 13. To 16. Hallelujah. By divine orchestrations, time will begin to work in your favor. Amen. And chance will happen to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Verse 13, Genesis chapter 15, verse 13 to 16. And he said unto Abraham, This is God said unto Abraham. Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. So you would notice that here, years, time, years, which is time, which is years here, was set to work against the children of Israel for how many years? Four hundred years. Time was set to work against the descendants of Abraham for 400 years. God told Abraham, no for a surety. He said, Abraham, what I'm telling you is sure banker, sure. It's a covenant. Your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land that they will be tormented and afflicted for 400 years. Meaning that time and chance was programmed to work against them. That Israel would not be favored by time. Time will work against Israel. Chance will work against Israel. There was no one that would deliver Israel. There was no one that would speak for them. They were under the control of Pharaoh for 400 years. But you see, when the set time expired, were four, you know, they were to live in the 400, but they did extra 30 years. They did extra what? 30 years. Because they did not know that there was the expiration of their affliction has come. They didn't know that the time of their deliverance has come. And then God sent Moses to go and deliver them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Every demonic time that has been sent against your destiny, I command them to aspire right now in Jesus' name. Amen. I command them to come to an end in Jesus' name. Amen. There was a time set for the slavery of the children of Israel. There was no chance for them to escape that slavery. They were to remain in that slavery for 430 years. Now watch here. Verse 14. 
And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. And after and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. So in other words, if every time, time and chance is working for you, the result is great substance. Hallelujah. Amen. The result is what? Great, great substance. The result is super success. The result is supernatural riches. When time and chance are happening for someone, when time and chance are happening for someone, the result is great substance. The result is great wealth. Hallelujah. Amen. For 400 years, time and chance went against them. Time was against them. But when time shifted in their favor, when chance shifted in their favor, they came up with great substance. Let's confirm that. Hallelujah. Let's confirm that. Now, you go to Exodus chapter 7. No, Exodus chapter 3 first. Let's confirm that. That when time is working in your favor, great substance, great blessings becomes the order of the day. Exodus chapter 3, verse 19 to 22. Verse 19 to 22. Look at verse 19. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. I will explain this sometime in this series. Verse 20. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst, of, in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. Verse 21. I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when they go, they shall not go empty. You see, so when time and chance begins to work for you, you are not permitted to be empty. There's always going to be substance in your hands. Always going to be blessings. Always going to be riches in your hands. So that is why we have to learn the mystery of time. If you want to succeed, you have to learn the mystery of time. If you want time to work for you, then you have to invest time in the things of God. You have to invest time in prayers. You have to invest time in fasting. You have to invest time in the presence of God. You have to invest time having intimacy with God. You have to invest time in building a solid relationship with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 22. And every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourn in her house, jewels of silver and jewels of gold and remnant. And you shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and you shall spoil the Egyptians. Did you see that? Now, when time and chance begins to work for you, when you open your mouth to ask, before you ask, they will give it to you. Once you are yet asking, they will say, hey, this is the car keys take. Once you are yet asking, they say, this is the contract, we'll sign it. Once you are yet asking, they will say, this is the position, you'll be given the position. Once you are yet asking, they will give you that which you desire. That is the power of the covenant of favor. That is what the covenant of favor is. 
The covenant of favor is all about time. It's all about chances. Hallelujah. The covenant of favor is all about what? Ch time and chance. Time and chance. And when we talk about the world, we are talking about the dispensation of time. We are talking about the oppressions of time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. So now that we have played, let me give you one more example. Exodus chapter 11. This was the night before they will leave Egypt. Exodus chapter 11. Let me read from verse 1 to 3. And the Lord said unto Moses, Yet will I bring one more plague upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterward, he will let it go. Hence, when he shall let you go, you shall surely he shall surely trust you out hands together, all together. Now speak in the ears of the people. Let every man borrow of his neighbor and every woman of his neighbor jewels of silver and jewels of gold. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants, in the sight of the people. The man Moses was very great. You see, God has to groom Moses. God has to develop Moses. God has to bring Moses to a point where he could align Moses with his time. Even though they were 30 years behind schedule. They were 30 years behind schedule. So God took Moses, developed Moses, equipped Moses, and handed Moses his power. Handed Moses his rod of power. Hallelujah. He handed Moses what? His rod of power. And Moses went to Egypt. And the scripture said that the man Moses, look at it here. Verse, uh, verse 3. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servant. That is what they will say concerning you. Amen. That you are very great. Amen. That you are very great. They are, in front of the unbelievers, they will say you are great. Amen. In front of the unbelievers, they will say you are great. In front of your colleagues, they will confess that you are great. Amen. In front of your equals, they will declare that you are great. Amen. Because of the timing of God and because of the favor of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because of the timing of God and because of the chances that God will make happen in your life. They will call you great. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, thank you, Father. I'm so excited. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alright. Look at Exodus chapter 12 and then we're going into the New, uh, New Testament. We are laying the foundation. The next three weeks we'll, go, we'll be going deep into the covenant of favor. But this is just the foundational message. Exodus chapter 12. Look at verse 36. Thank you Jesus. Let me start from verse 35 and 36. <laughs> and the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and remnant. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they lent unto them such things as they required, and they spoiled the Egyptians. Prior to that, there was no way an Israelite will go to an Egyptian's house and say, please, can you give me a jewel? Can you give me a piece of gold? I mean, who, who does monkey banana? <laughs> they will beat you. They will increase your tax. 
the taskmasters will come after you. But one chance and one time happened for them. Men, they went and borrowed and asked, give me your earring, give me your necklace, give me this, give me this. And they spoiled the Egyptians. Hallelujah. When time and chance is happening for you, everywhere that comes out of your mouth, men will honor it. Men will honor it. Hallelujah. Men will honor it in Jesus' name. Men will honor it in Jesus' name. Everywhere that comes out of your mouth. Look, when time and chance begins to happen for you, the words of your mouth becomes honorable words. Words that men will honor. Where is that man who said, yes, we will drink it? Like that of Job. Job said, if he laugh at them, they, believe, they don't believe it. The words of Job. He said, they gave ears to his speech. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. If he made fun of them, they clap for him. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> So that is why, it, how many of you remember Genesis, I think Genesis chapter 11 or 6, Genesis chapter, when Noah came out of the flood and Noah sacrificed to God. Do you remember the, the statement that came out of the mouth of God? As the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest shall not what? Seed. Summer and what? Cold. Because the winter and cold will not cease. So that is all the seasons of the earth. All the seasons of the world will work in your favor. Let's go to Genesis chapter 6, I believe. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible is a coded word. So I think that will be Genesis chapter 11. Eh? Thank you, Jesus. Genesis chapter 8. Eh? All right. Genesis 8, 30, 22. Alright, let's start from verse 20. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet sour. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I just smite anymore everything, everything living as I have done. Whilst the earth remaineth. Now listen. Seed time. So you see that God spoke into time. God did what? God is the one who created time. And God is the one who spoke into time. He says, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. These are all times that must work for you. Hallelujah. There are times that must work work for you. There are times that must work for you. 
Seed time must work for you. Praise the Lord. Harvest time must work for you. Cold season must work for you. Heat season must work for you. Summer must work for you. Winter must work for you. Day and night must work for you. It must work for you. Now, these are the seasons that the money forces have taken advantage of and have worked against the sons of men. So whilst you are sleeping, early morning, the forces of darkness, their agents, they are busy at rivers, busy at crossroads, busy in some streams, pronouncing incantations so that the elements of the earth, the world, will work against the sons of men. Work against the sons of men. Some of them, before they open their business, they have resided some demonic incantations so that the time of the day will work for them. You are selling, they are also selling, but nobody is buying yours because the elements are against you. The day is against you. Hallelujah, man. No more will the day work against you. Amen. No more will the day work against us. Amen. The day and night will work for us. All the seasons will work for us. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The seasons will work for us in Jesus' name. Amen. The seasons will work for us in Jesus' name. Amen. The seasons will work for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Time will work for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Time will work for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Say me, time will work for me in Jesus' name. Amen. Say it loud and say, time will work for me in Jesus' name. Time will work for me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you see, if time is against you, everywhere, it doesn't matter where you find yourself. You can be at the place where every even the least is prospering. You will enter there and everything will cease. Because time is against you. Because time is against you. So it is not changing locations. Yes, sometimes changing locations is good. But when time is against a man, no matter where you put that man, he will prosper. He will prosper. Except he has been able to redeem the time. Except he has been able to cause time to work out, to work in his favor. Remember Sarah. When the angels visited uh, 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 Abraham, they spoke a word. He said, according to the time of life, Sarah, your wife, will have a child. According to the time of life. So it was programmed that that set time, Sarah will birth Isaac. Don't play with time. Don't play with time. Don't play with time. Until you are in control of your time, you will end up being a pauper. Until you are in control of your time, you will be subject to the dictation of men. Until you are in control with your time, men will decide how much you make. And that's, that is what is happening in this nation. They pay you hourly. They determine your wealth by time. Did you see that? They determine your wealth by what? By time. They determine your wealth by time. So time investment is more important than any other investment in life. Because he who controls his own time 
control his work and decides how much money he wants to make. He will control his own time, control his work. He determines how much money he wants to make. But if you are not in control of your time, they say, well, as we look into your into your resume, uh, you don't have this, you don't have this. So because of that, we are giving you uh, uh, $10 an hour. <laughs> you see? Whereas if it was you, if that was working in your favor, you'll be making two to three hundred dollars an hour. So you notice here that God programmed time into the various seasons in the earth. Whilst the earth remains, whilst the earth remains, see time. So there's a sea time, there's a harvest time, there's a time for cold, there's a time for heat, there's a time for summer, time for winter, time for day, and time for night. All these elements must work in your favor. They must work for you in Jesus' name. Amen. I said they must work for you in Jesus' name. Amen. They must work for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at this quickly before we move into the new covenant. Let's go to Psalms 105. Psalms 105 verse 37. Look at 36 and 37. He smoked also all the firstborn in their land. This is talking about Egypt. The chief of all their strength. He brought them forth also with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person among their tribes. Hallelujah. He said he smoked also all the firstborn in the land. The chief of their strength. You see, there's a, there's a type of favor before that favor will come upon you. The chief strength of your enemies must go down. The only way Pharaoh allowed the children of Israel to go was when the firstborn of Pharaoh, the firstborn of Pharaoh himself, the one to inherit the throne, died. And his their gods could not resurrect him. <laughs> they call on their gods. The more they call on the gods, the more the child died. Take a call, Moses. He said, take your people and leave and bless me. He told Moses to do what? To bless him. Told Moses to bless him. So, so, so time, look, you won't, you won't take hold of time easily. Time will not surrender to you easily. You, you have to fight to the teeth. You have to fight to the teeth to get hold of time. You have to fight to the point where time becomes your servant. When you control time, not try time controlling you. That you decide that from this time to this time, this is what must happen in my life. And it will happen. From this time to this time, I am in the presence of God. No devil can take me out. And you stay there. From this time to this time, I am reading 10 chapters of the Bible. No devil can take you out of that. From this time to this time, I'm going to fast and see God's face. No devil can take that time from you. You have to come to a point where time becomes your servant. Amen. 
that you know you have stepped into favor. You have to come to a point where time becomes your servant. Then you know you are in favor. You know the covenant of favor is working for you. Hallelujah. All right. Let me bring you to this. Let me refresh your mind in the new covenant. Thank you, Jesus. Even if you look at Daniel chapter 1, verse 9, even in the foreign land, the scripture says Daniel found favor. Daniel and the other, the, the, the other Hebrew boys. He said God brought them into favor and tender love with the Enoch. So because of that, he permitted them not to eat the king's food as they requested that they were going to eat only vegetables. If, it, if he has not eaten God, if time has worked against them, there's no way that God will have listened to them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alright. Go ahead me to Luke chapter 2. Let's look at the minister of Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, verse 49 to 52. And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Now, this is Jesus. You know the story. For how many days? Was it two days or so they were looking for him? It was three days. For three days, Joseph and Mary was looking for Jesus. And they have to go back to Jerusalem. And when they went, he was in the midst of the teachers, the doctors of the law, those professing to know the law. He was asking them questions. He was scrutinizing scriptures with them, bringing, opening the understanding as never before. They were amazed of their understanding that he had. Look at this. <laughs> Look at verse 47. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. Did you see that? Verse 46, and it came to pass, Luke chapter 2, verse 46, it came to pass, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, doctors, and hearing them, and asking questions. He was in the midst of medical doctors, uh, professional, you know, scholars. Scholars who were doctors. You know, Paul was a lawyer. So he might have been a doctor. Doctor of books. Doctors of divinities, divinity. He was asking them questions, and they were astonished at his answers. They were surprised. How can a twelve years old be mesmerizing as father? How can he be? Come on, this guy something unique. There's something unique about him. Verse fourteen, eight. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why have that death with us? Behold, thy father and us sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them. How is it that you sought me? Would you know that I must be about my father's business? At age 12, Jesus was already setting time on his favor. He was already working time. He has already twisted time to work for him. At age 12, for three days, he was in the temple. Investing time in the word of God. Investing time in the word of God. So he orchestrated time to work for him at age 12. 
time was in his favor. Hallelujah. And they understood not the same which he spoke unto them. Verse 51. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Meaning that time and chance began to happen for Jesus with man and with God. Time was working for him. Chance was working for him. The elements were working for him. The seasons were working for him. Sea time, harvest time, cold, heat, summer, winter were all working for him. Harvest, everything was working for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why the day he was baptized, a voice came out of heaven and said, This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. John Gospel chapter 1. John Gospel chapter 1. Verse 14 going. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. And the, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And John bear witness of him and witness of him and Christ, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me. For he was before me. And the Lord Testament, he was before me. Alright. So let's analyze that. Jesus was before John the Baptist. Jesus was before time. Jesus was before chance. Amen? So in other words, Jesus is the one who created time. He's the one who created what? Chance. Time and chance happens to them all. So Jesus created all the seasons in your favor. He created time in your favor. Hallelujah. He created seasons in your favor. He created time in your favor. That's what the scripture said. It said, of the only because of the Father, full of grace and truth. The word grace here is also translated as favor. Amen. Amen? The word grace is also translated as what? Favor. The reason why Jesus is full of grace, let me explain this to you. The reason why Jesus is full of grace is that there are billions and billions of souls that will want time and season to work for them. So that's what Jesus is full of grace. So time and seasons has been orchestrated to work for men and women. Jesus programmed favor. He programmed grace in the various seasons to work for us. Full of grace and truth. Full of what? Grace and truth. He was before Everything was made. He was before creation. He existed before creation. So the seasons of creation, the elements of creation, the moon and the star, all this is must work in your favor. But have you noticed that demonic men, astrologers, soothsayers, they are using the elements of the world to work in their favor? The zodiac signs. Have you forgotten? Stargazing, palm reading, all of these things, 
they are using this thing to work in their favor. But that is not so. It shouldn't be so. Even to the point that so many Christians are still reading signs. They still go for their palm to be read. They, they look for what? Uh, the zodiac signs. Are you area or uh, areas or what is the other one? Oh. Cancer. Cancer or is it tropical? <laughs> and then so many Christians will go and read these things the days they were born, the day of the week, or if you are in cancer, uh, this and this will be happening your way. This and this, don't do this, don't do, slow down. Christians filled with the Holy Ghost, Christians that these elements must work for. Hallelujah. Look, I, I'm telling the truth. Everything you see happening in the kingdom of God has been corrupted. Has been corrupted. Well, I, I was told how in some places, in some demonic church, that if they were to do something against you, they would look at the sun without closing their eyes. Straight at the sun without closing their eyes. And they will speak words to the sun for the sun to work against you. Yes. <laughs> the, look. Creation. Time was programmed into creation. And it was meant to work for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Time was programmed into what? Into creation. And it was meant to do what? To work for you. All the elements created, all the planets, all the stars, everything created was meant to work for man and not the other way around. Not to be against a man. There's a saying, those of when we were back home, that if during the moon season, if, if your head is bad, during the, even during the moon season, when you put shell butter on your head, when you carry shell butter on a, a, a plate, it will melt in the night season. During the moon season, it will melt because your head has been spoiled. Something is wrong with you. You are under a curse. That even the moon will be like the sun to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have you noticed that when Jesus was born, the star led the wise men, the shepherds, to where Jesus was, and he stood. He stood, the star stood to signify that this is the place where the king, the savior of the world, was born. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Let me read it again. He said, of his fullness. He says, because of the Father, full of, full of grace and truth. And John said, John bear witness of him, and Christ saying, this was him of whom I spoke, or spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me. For he was before me. If you go to verse 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God, and the word was God. 
With God, there is no time. That is what we call eternity. With God, there is no time. Time is only for the functioning of the earth and the systems of the earth, the elements of the world. But there is no time. So time was put, seasons were put to benefit man. So in Genesis chapter 1, and he said, let them have dominion over every living thing. Everything that moves upon the surface of the earth. Let man have what? Dominion over those things. But do you notice that these things are rather having dominion over some men? This is a habit dominion over some men because of the time factor. They've adjusted time to work against men. They've adjusted time to be against men. Oh, I have seen so many people. They will, they will tell you, say, they will tell you that this particular area, everyone who went there got blessed. They got a job or they got a husband. He said, but when they got there, Everything is that a woman told me that many years ago in the state of Maryland. He said, Where others are getting blessed when I get there, it's curses. It's curses. Hallelujah. From today, time will work for you in Jesus' name. Amen. The covenant of favor is a reality. Mm-hmm. The covenant of favor deals with time. Mm-hmm. The covenant of favor deals with what? With time, put that statement down. The covenant of favor this with time, this with time, this with time and chances. It this with time and chances. The covenant of favor this with time and chances. And that is what we are going to be looking at this month of August. We are going to command time to be at our command. Time is going to work for us. Chances are going to work for us. Time and chance happen to them all. A New Living Translation says, being at the right place at the right time. Being at the right place at the right time. Don't you hear Moses? When the children of Israel, the is it Korah and those other uh, Dathan and the rest, they rose against Moses. Moses said, if the Lord does not do a strange thing, if the air doesn't open up and swallow this man that God has not called And what happened? The earth opened up. You see that? The earth heard the voice of Moses. The earth opened up and did what? And he swallowed those men, those wicked men. When time is working on your favor, when time is working for you, your words becomes a command. Men must obey your words. Elements must obey your words. Seasons must obey your words. Money must obey your words. Whatever it is that was created must obey you. Because in Genesis chapter 1, let them have dominion over every living thing. Let them have dominion over every... Do you know that even your body can obey you? Do you know that? Your body can obey you and be in perfect alignment. Your finances can obey you and be in perfect alignment. That whatever you do can obey you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look. 
Jesus got out of uh, the disciples were on the boat. Is that not it? They were on the boat. And Jesus walked on the land, was walking on the land, and began to walk on the sea as if it was still land. Why? Time, elements, chances were all under his control. So the waters looked to him like what? Land. He said, Peter, go to the river. The first fish you catch, there's money in it. Come on. Come on. He said, Peter, launch to the deep. Do what? Launch to the deep. He said, cast the net to the right side of the to the deep. And he encroached multitudes of. When Jesus spoke, the fish, any fish that was anywhere, they all moved to that spot. They all moved to that spot. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want time to work for you, it is time to take hold of time by investing time with God. In Ephesians chapter 5, he said, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Meaning that the devil has stolen time. Let's, let's read that before we go. Ephesians, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5 as we run. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5 chapter 5 verse what? Let's look at verse 14 going. It's a word for wicked, word for he that says, awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee what? Light. He says, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Please, only read it from the New Living Translation for me. He said, redeeming the time. Did you see that? Redeeming the time for the days are what? Evil. He said, walk wisely. Redeem the time. But if, if time is not on your side, if time is not working for you, you are a failure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Have you found it? Or you can read it from Amplify, it doesn't matter. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Making the most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence. Because the days are filled with evil. Did you see that? Meaning that time on earth is filled with evil. That's what it means. Please look for New Living Translation. Search for it as we run up. The times, the time on earth is filled with evil. Time on earth is filled with evil. Are you getting it? So if you don't redeem your time, the time allotted for you, you will remain under the control of evil. So every time and every season has been programmed to manifest evil. That's what this scripture means. Please read it. Read it for me if I found it. Make the most of every opportunity in these days. Don't act thoughtlessly. But understand what the Lord wants you to do. That's a different translation. Yeah. Okay, read NIV for me. 
Hallelujah. Time has been programmed by the forces of darkness to work for believers. Time has been programmed by the forces of darkness to work against believers. It has been programmed to work against believers. So if a believer doesn't take control of his time, forget about what is called favor in the kingdom. Is there anything different? Yeah, go, go, go ahead. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Evil days. So time in this dispensation is classified as what? Evil days. So a Christian that will walk in favor must redeem his own time. Hallelujah. A Christian that must walk in favor must redeem his own time. You must redeem your own time. If not, the covenant of favor will work in your, in your life. And that's what Jesus came to do. Jesus Christ came to usher a new season. A season of favor. So we have, by the grace of God, we can take advantage of time and let time work for us. And let time work for us. That's why Jesus is full of grace. That's what grace and truth came by him. Praise the Lord. The, the Lord told uh, uh, Abraham, your descendants will be slaves for 430 years. In the 400 years. But because when 400, the 400 year came, nobody was willing. They did not know. They could not redeem the time. Extra 30 years was added to their slavery. Can you imagine? Extra 30 years was added to their slavery. Some of us, the time of our slavery has ended. But because we are not taking advantage of time investment in God, we are still found ourselves in the same spot. May God deliver you in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, may God deliver you in Jesus' name. Amen. May God deliver you in Jesus' name. Amen. Time will work for you. Seasons will work for you. Time will work for you. Seasons will work for you. Time will work for you. Seasons will work for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Time will work for you. Season will work for you. This is the foundation. Next week, we are going to go deep into this message. In Jesus, and lift up your voice and give God thanks. Give Him thanks. Give Him thanks. Lift up your voice and praise Him. Praise Him, honor Him, magnify Him.